When the Hello, hello, welcome friends and fellow wisdom seekers, fellow truth seekers, welcome to the Brave New World Order podcast, straight out the catacombs of podcasting, I am Brandon St. One, thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode, and as always on my journey, today's episode we are going to dive into the latest story from The Debrief. And it is about a whistleblower, former intelligence official David Charles Grush has given Congress and the intelligence community inspector general extensive classified information about deeply covert programs that he says possess retrieved intact and partially intact craft of non-human origin. So we are going to go through the whole article so you can hear all the details for yourselves. And at the end, I gave my thoughts and I kind of went on a little bit of a rant about how everything is connected and how this is all blue beam psychological operations that have been going on probably since the dawn of time. So I'll give my thoughts on it after we go through the whole thing. But before we do, please take a second, subscribe, like, share, Follow the Brave New World Order podcast. There is a Q&A on Spotify. You can answer that. I love hearing from each and every one of you. You can also email me, the Brave New World Order podcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at Brave NWO podcast. And if you really like what I'm doing here, there are a couple links for you to help support the show financially. Every little bit of helps. I really appreciate everybody who is helping the show out, everybody who's out there listening, sharing, hitting that like button, leaving reviews. Thank you all. This is a journey. That's what it's about. Thanks for coming along with me. Let's dive into the latest UAP psychological operation that is going on. And before we get into the article, let's take a listen to this clip of the whistleblower himself, David Grush. Check it out. You are one of the most trusted former intelligence officials in the US defense and intelligence establishment. Yes, I was. You were trusted with the most intimate secrets. Yes. Grush sitting down with award-winning investigative journalist Ross Coulthart, who's reporting for News Nation and has spent years reporting on the UFO question. What conclusion did you come to at the end of your time on the UAP task force? Uh, the UAP task force was refused access to um, a broad crash retrieval program. When you say crash retrieval, what do you mean? Uh, these are retrieving non-human origin uh, technical vehicles, you know, call it spacecraft if you will, non-human, exotic origin vehicles that have either landed or crashed. We have spacecraft from another species. We do, yeah. How many? Quite a number. You're kidding. No. I thought it was totally nuts and I thought at first I was being deceived, it was a ruse. People started confiding in me, they approached me. I have. Plenty of current and former senior intelligence officers that came to me 
many of which I knew almost my whole career, that confided in me they were a part of a program. They named the program. I've never heard of it. And they, they told me, based on their oral testimony, um, and they provided me documents and other, other proof, that there was, in fact, a program that the UAP task force was uh, not read into. Grush alleges the U.S. government has recovered non-human craft for decades. He's filed a whistleblower complaint saying he gave what he calls the classified proof to Congress and the intelligence community inspector general. News Nation has confirmed David Grush's credentials and resume. We've not seen or verified the alleged proof he says he's provided to investigators. He says he can't show us the proof for national security reasons. He also tells us he's not seen photos of the alleged craft himself, but has talked extensively with other intelligence officials who have. If you're right, if you're telling us the truth, mm -hmm. everyone, the entire American public, has been lied to for decades. Yeah, there's a sophisticated uh, disinformation campaign targeting the U.S. populace, which is extremely unethical and immoral. You are saying to the human race, for the first time, an official intelligence representative at a high level from the U.S. government is saying publicly, we are not alone. We're definitely not alone. Absolutely, the data points empirically that we're not alone, yeah. Do we have bodies? Do we have species of Well, naturally, um, when you recover something that's either landed or crashed, um, sometimes you encounter um, dead pilots. And uh, believe it or not, as, fan as fantastical as that sounds, it's true. This whole thing is hilarious to me. Disinformation against the American people? How unethical. I don't know. I wonder about this guy, if he's like in on it or if he's just like a guy. He did say that he was approached. He thought it was bullshit at first and more people approached him. Maybe they used him, set this whole thing up. Who knows? It's purely speculation, of course. Everything I talk about is purely speculation. All I know is that this world, this reality is not what we're being told. But enough out of me and my ramblings. Let's get to the article. And what I think about all this at the end, a little bit of a ramble. I'm just trying to figure things out. So let's jump to this article. I hope you enjoy it. Intelligence officials say the United States has retrieved craft of non-human origin by Leslie Keene and Ralph Blumenthal, published on June 5th, 2023. A former intelligence official turned whistleblower has given Congress and the Intelligence Community Inspector General extensive classified information about deeply covert programs that he says possess retrieved intact and partially intact craft of non-human origin. The information, he says, has been illegally withheld from Congress, and he filed a complaint alleging that he suffered illegal retaliation for his confidential disclosures reported here for the first time. Other intelligence officials, both active and retired, with knowledge of these programs through their work in various agencies, have independently provided similar corroborating information, both on and off the record. The whistleblower, David Charles Grush, 36, a decorated former combat officer in Afghanistan, 
is a veteran of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, the NGA, and the National Reconnaissance Office, NRO. He served as the Reconnaissance Office's representative to the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force from 2019 to 2021. From late 2021 to July 2022, he was the NGA's co-lead for UAP analysis and its representative to the task force. The task force was established to investigate what were once called unidentified flying objects or UFOs and are now officially called unidentified anomalous phenomena or UAP. The task force was led by the Department of the Navy under the Office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security. It has since been reorganized and expanded into the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office to include investigations of objects operating underwater. Grush said the recoveries of partial fragments through and up to intact vehicles have been made for decades through the present day by the government, its allies, and defense contractors. Analysis has determined that the objects retrieved are of exotic origin, non-human intelligence, whether extraterrestrial or unknown origin, based on the vehicle morphologies and material science testing, and the possession of unique atomic arrangements and radiological signatures, he said. In filing his complaint, Grush is represented by a lawyer who served as the original Intelligence Community Inspector General, the ICIG. Quote, we are not talking about prosaic origins or identities, Grush said, referencing information he provided Congress and the current ICIG. Quote, the materials includes intact and partially intact vehicles, unquote. In accordance with protocols, Grush provided the Defense Office of Pre-Publication and Security Review at the Department of Defense with the information he intended to disclose to us. His on-the-record statements were all cleared for open publication on April 4th and 6th, 2023, in documents provided to us. Grush's disclosures and those of non-public witnesses under new protective provisions of the latest Defense Appropriations Bill signal a growing determination by some in the government to unravel a colossal enigma with national security implications that has bedeviled the military and tantalized the public going back to World War II and beyond. For many decades, the Air Force carried out a disinformation campaign to discredit reported sightings of unexplained objects. Now, with two public hearings and many classified briefings under its belt, Congress is pressing for answers. Carl E. Nell, a recently retired Army colonel and current aerospace executive, who was the Army's liaison for the UAP task force from 2021 to 2022 and worked with Grush there, characterizes Grush as beyond reproach. 
Christopher Mellon, who spent nearly 20 years in the U.S. intelligence community and served as the Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence, has worked with Congress for years on unidentified aerial phenomena. Quote, a number of well-placed current and former officials have shared detailed information with me regarding this alleged program, including insights into the history, governing documents, and the location where a craft was allegedly abandoned and recovered, Mellon said. However, it is a delicate matter getting this potentially explosive information into the right hands for validation. This is made harder by the fact that, rightly or wrongly, a number of potential sources do not trust the leadership of the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office established by Congress, end quote. But some insiders are now willing to take the risk of coming forward for the first time with knowledge of these recovery programs. Jonathan Gray is a generational officer of the United States intelligence community with a top secret clearance who currently works for the National Air and Space Intelligence Center, the NASIC, where the analysis of UAP has been his focus. Previously, he had experience serving private aerospace and Department of Defense Special Directive Task Forces. Quote, the non-human intelligence phenomenon is real. We are not alone, Gray said. Retrievals of this kind are not limited to the United States. This is a global phenomenon, and yet a global solution continues to elude us. End quote. At the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, Grush served as a Senior Intelligence Capabilities Integration Officer, cleared at the top secret slash secret compartmented information level, and was the agency's Senior Technical Advisor for Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Analysis slash Transmedium Issues. From 2016 to 2021, he served with the National Reconnaissance Office as Senior Intelligence Officer and led the production of the NRO Director's Daily Briefing. Grush was a GS-15 civilian, the military equivalent of a colonel. Grush has served as an intelligence officer for over 14 years, a veteran of the Air Force. He has numerous awards and decorations for his participation in covert and clandestine operations to advance American security. According to a 2021 NRO performance report, Grush was an intelligence strategist with multiple responsibilities who, quote, analyzed unidentified aerial phenomena reports, unquote, and, quote, boosted congressional leadership intel gaps in understanding, unquote. He was assessed by the Reconnaissance Office's Operations Center Deputy Director as a, quote, adept staff officer and strategist, unquote, and, quote, total force integrator with innovative solutions and actionable results, unquote. Grush prepared many briefs on unidentified aerial phenomena for Congress 
while in government and helped draft the language on UAP for the FY 2023 National Defense Authorization Act, spearheaded by Senators Kristen Gillibrand and Marco Rubio, and signed into law by President Biden in December 2022. The provision states that any person with relevant UAP information can inform Congress without retaliation, regardless of any previous non-disclosure agreements. In his statements cleared for publication by the Pentagon in April, Grush asserted that UFO quote-unquote legacy programs have long been concealed within quote multiple agencies nesting UAP activities in conventional secret access programs without appropriate reporting to various oversight authorities, unquote. He said he reported to Congress on the existence of a decades-long, quote, publicly unknown Cold War for recovered and exploited physical material, a competition with near-peer adversaries over the years to identify UAP crashes slash landings and retrieve the material for exploitation slash reverse engineering to garner asymmetric national defense advantages, unquote. Beginning in 2022, Grush provided Congress with hours of recorded classified information transcribed into hundreds of pages, which included specific data about the materials recovery program. Congress has not been provided with any physical materials related to wreckage or other non-human objects. Grush's investigation was centered on extensive interviews with high-level intelligence officials, some of whom are directly involved with the program. He says the operation was illegally shielded from proper congressional oversight and that he was targeted and harassed because of his investigation. Grush said that the craft recovery operations are ongoing at various levels of activity and he knows the specific individuals, current and former, who are involved. Quote, individuals on these UAP programs approached me in my official capacity and disclosed their concerns regarding a multitude of wrongdoings, such as illegal contracting against the federal acquisition regulations and other criminality and the suppression of information across a qualified industrial base and academia, unquote, he stated. Associates who vouched for Grush said his information was highly sensitive providing evidence that materials from objects of non-human origin are in the possession of highly secret black programs. Although locations, program names, and other specific data remain classified, the Inspector General and Intelligence Committee staff were provided with these details. Several current members of the recovery program spoke to the Inspector General's office and corroborated the information Grush had provided for the classified complaint. Grush left the government 
on April 7, 2023, in order, he said, to advance government accountability through public awareness. He remains well supported within intelligence circles, and numerous sources have vouched for his credibility. Quote, his assertion concerning the existence of a terrestrial arms race occurring sub rosa over the past 80 years focused on reverse engineering technologies of unknown origin is fundamentally correct, as is the indisputable realization that at least some of these technologies of unknown origin derive from non-human intelligence, said Carl Now, the retired army colonel who worked with Grush on the UAP task force. In a 2022 performance evaluation, Laura A. Potter, Deputy Chief of Staff for Intelligence, Headquarters, Department of the Army, described Nell as, quote, an officer with the strongest possible moral compass, unquote. Grush is represented by Charles McCullough III, senior partner of the Compass Rose Legal Group in Washington and the original Inspector General of the Intelligence Community, confirmed by the U.S. Senate in 2011. At that time, McCullough reported directly to the then Director of National Intelligence, James R. Clapper, and oversaw intelligence officers responsible for audits, inspections, and investigations. In May 2022, McCullough filed a disclosure of urgent concerns, complaint of reprisal on behalf of Grush with the ICIG about detailed information that Grush had gathered beginning in 2019 while working for the UAP task force. An unclassified version of the complaint provided to us states that Grush has direct knowledge that UAP-related classified information has been withheld and or concealed from Congress by quote-unquote elements of the intelligence community, quote, to purposely and intentionally thwart legitimate congressional oversight of the UAP program, unquote. All testimony Grush provided for the classified complaint was provided under oath. According to the unclassified complaint, in July 2021, Grush had confidentially provided classified information to the Department of Defense Inspector General concerning the withholding of UAP-related information from Congress. He believed that his identity and the fact that he provided testimony were disclosed, quote, to individuals and or entities, unquote, within the Department of Defense and the intelligence community outside the IG's office. He did not allege that this information was improperly disclosed by any member of that office. As a result, Grush suffered months of retaliation and reprisals related to these disclosures beginning in 2021. He asked that details of these reprisals be withheld to protect the integrity of the ongoing investigation. The intelligence community inspector general found his complaint, quote, credible 
and urgent in July 2022. According to Grush, a summary was immediately submitted to the Director of National Intelligence, Avril Haines, the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, and the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence. The complaint was drafted and signed by McCullough and his managing partner. It ended with Grush's signature attached to his statement that, quote, I do solemnly affirm under the penalties of perjury that the contents of the foregoing paper are true and correct to the best of my knowledge, unquote. A whistleblower reprisal investigation was launched, and Grush began his communication with the staff of the Congressional Intelligence Committee's in private closed-door sessions. According to Grush, certain information which he obtained in his investigation could not be put before congressional staffers because they did not have the necessary clearances or the appropriate investigative authority. A representative of the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence told us in March that the committee members are not able to comment on the content of a complaint, or confirm the identity of a complainant. Quote, when you have multiple agencies nesting UAP activities in conventional SAP slash CAP programs, both as recipients of exploitation-related insights and for operational reasons, without appropriate reporting to various oversight authorities, you have a problem. Unquote, Grush said, referencing the highly secret special access programs and controlled access programs. Grush's willingness to take risks and speak out appears to be emboldening others with similar knowledge who believe in greater transparency. Jonathan Gray, the intelligence officer specializing in UAP analysis, at the National Air and Space Intelligence Center is speaking publicly for the first time, identified here under the identity he uses inside the agency. NASIC, headquartered at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, is the Department of Defense's primary Air Force source for foreign air and space threat analysis. Its mission is to, quote, discover and characterize air, space, missile, and cyber threats, unquote, according to the agency's website. Quote, the center's team of trusted subject matter experts deliver unique collection, exploitation, and analytic capabilities not found elsewhere, unquote. The website states, Gray said, that such an immense capabilities are not merely relegated to the study of the prosaic. Quote, the existence of complex historical programs involving the coordinated retrieval and study of exotic materials dating back to the early 20th century should no longer remain a secret. Unquote. He said, quote, the majority of retrieved foreign exotic materials have a prosaic terrestrial explanation and origin, but not all, 
and any number higher than zero in this category represents an undeniably significant statistical percentage. It is unusual for an Air Force insider to come forward as the Air Force has been less forthcoming than other agencies with regard to UAP. Quote, a vast array of our most sophisticated sensors, including space-based platforms, have been utilized by different agencies, typically in triplicate, to observe and accurately identify the out-of-this-world nature, performance, and design of these anomalous machines, which are then determined not to be of earthly origin, unquote, Gray said. Mellon, the former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence, has been instrumental in arranging classified briefings for members of Congress and other officials about UAP, which included references to exotic retrieved materials. The first briefing he facilitated on retrievals of unexplained objects was provided to staff members of the Senate Armed Services Committee on October 21, 2019, and to staff members of the Senate Intelligence Committee two days later, as reported by the New York Times. Mellon says that once the members of Congress gain greater awareness of the information provided to their staff and the Inspector General, they will be in a position to quickly determine the truth if they have the will to do so. Quote, This is an unprecedented oversight challenge for the committees, but I believe we have leaders in Congress who are up to the task, unquote, Mellon said. Classified briefings are often presented for Jonathan Gray and his team at NASIC. Quote, High-level classified briefing materials exist in which real-world scenarios involving UAP, as evidenced by historical examples, are made available to intelligence personnel on a need-to-know basis, unquote. He told us, quote, I have been the recipient of such briefings for almost a decade, unquote. The National Defense Authorization Act for fiscal year 2023 tasked the Secretary of Defense in consultation with the Director of National Intelligence with establishing for the first time a secure mechanism for the authorized reporting of sensitive information to defense channels. In addition, the legislation asks for reporting on, quote, material retrieval, material analysis, reverse engineering, research and development, unquote, involving unidentified anomalous phenomena currently and going back decades. Dr. Gary Nolan a professor in the Department of Pathology at Stanford University and a renowned inventor and entrepreneur with more than 300 published papers, has started over half a dozen companies based on technologies out of his laboratory. Nolan has previously applied some of those technologies to the analysis of exotic materials, publishing the first peer-reviewed paper examining such materials. Quote, human civilization was utterly transformed by something as small as a grain of silicone or germanium. 
creating the underpinning of the integrated circuits that underlie computation and now even artificial intelligence, unquote, Nolan said. Studying even small samples of purported anomalous material could lead to currently inconceivable benefits for humanity, he said. Quote, what might be represented here could be hundreds of technology revolutions ahead of us. It could be more transformative for humanity than what the microprocessor accomplished. Imagine what we could do with even a grain of knowledge about how they operate. Unquote. To encourage potential witnesses to come forward, the whistleblower legislation forbids any federal employee from retaliating against anyone providing authorized disclosure. Quote, Whistleblowing is essential to the checks and balances of our government, and no federal employee should feel discouraged from stepping forward due to fear of retaliation. Unquote. Representative Andre Carson told us. In May 2022, Carson presided over the first open congressional hearing on UAP since 1968. The case of David Grush marks a crucial test of these new whistleblower protections and their ability to protect future whistleblowers who decide to come forward. Jonathan Gray says secrets have been necessary. Quote, though a tough nut to crack, potential technological advancements may be gleaned from non-human intelligence slash UAP retrievals by any sufficiently advanced nation and then used to wage asymmetrical warfare. So, therefore, some secrecy must remain, unquote, he says. Quote, however, it is no longer necessary to continue to deny that these advanced technologies derived from non-human intelligence exist at all or to deny that these technologies have landed, crashed, or fallen into the hands of human beings, unquote. Gray noted that the hypothesis that the United States alone has bullied the other nations into maintaining this secrecy for nearly a century continues to prevail as the primary consensus amongst the public at large. Quote, My hope is to dissuade the global populace from this archaic and preposterous notion and to potentially pave the way for a much broader discussion, unquote, he said. Grush said it was danger for this quote-unquote 80-year arms race to continue in secrecy because it, quote, further inhibits the world populace to be prepared for an unexpected non-human intelligence contact scenario. I hope this revelation serves as an ontological shock sociologically and provides a generally uniting issue for nations of the world to reassess their priorities, unquote, Grush said. Leslie Keene and Ralph Blumenthal with Helene Cooper co-authored the December 17, 2017 front page article in the New York Times that disclosed the existence of a secret Pentagon program investigating UAP. And that is the end of the article. Thanks so much for coming along with me on that journey, reading that. Make up your mind about all this stuff. Just question everything, like I say, because my thoughts 
on all this is that it's all a psyop psychological operation and it's connected to project blue beam i think that they've been setting the stage for some kind of event fake alien invasion i think all of this technology comes from here it's all made by the government black ops where do you think the billions and billions of dollars that nasa gets every single year goes it doesn't go to space it goes to this technology that's going to be used against us to control us to scare us all that money along with all the technologies that they probably had for thousands of years who the hell knows hundreds of years this probably goes way, way, way back. I've talked about this in previous episodes about who controls this realm. They probably control the elites. This is probably who the elites worship. The fallen angels, the watchers, the Anunnaki, whatever you want to call them. They've been running this shit for a long time. But every 138 years, the phoenix comes for them and resets everything the last one was in 1902 do the math we got one coming up in 2040 i did an episode on this way way back in the beginning days of the podcast and it's based off of research by jason Cheers at archaics.com and it's chronologically mapped out that every 138 years a reset occurs and it's an object from the sky known as the phoenix or the destroyer Vulcan. It's been talked about in many ancient texts. And I think that this is what all this UAP stuff is all about. It's the beginning of the PSYOP, the beginning of Blue Beam. They gotta corral us and control us somehow. And this is all leading up to probably the year 2040. And they escape underground. They move technologies underground and try to escape the Phoenix. Because the phoenix goes after those who are evil. But I just wanted to mention that because I think it's all connected. I think everything is, the stage is being set. All the world's a stage. I've said it many, many times. Psychological operation upon psychological operation. I think it's all connected. I think even the Chan Thomas, the Adam and Eve story, the history of cataclysms. I think that that book is out there for a reason and why it gets so much hype and why everybody's talking about it it's part of the puzzle just a piece of the puzzle i think it's telling us about these resets and the cataclysms that happen over and over again and it even mentions the ufos and how that technology is known and has been known for a very very long time so i just wanted to mention all that and how everything seems to be connected a lot of the stuff that I talk about on the podcast, unbeknownst to me, just all kind of seems connected lately. So thank you all for joining me for the podcast and for another episode and on this journey as usual. And if you like this episode, please like, follow, subscribe, share this with your friends, your family. If you listen on Spotify, there's a Q&A. Answer that. I love hearing from each and every one of you. You can also reach out, email me, the Brave New World Order Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Brave NWO Podcast. And if you really want to help out the show, 
There are a couple links you can help support the show. Any little bit helps. I thank you all so much from the bottom of my heart for joining me on this journey. I will see you soon. Got much more to come from the Brave New World Order podcast. In the meantime, stay positive. Think for yourself. Question everything. Much love.